0: Right, okay, let's just let's just kick this off with um. let's kick this off quickly. Hello, and welcome back to the In Around Podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Will Hunter, joining me this week, like every week, is Sports Media's number one, number one Joel Linton correspondent, it's Mr Paul Podber, Mr Mike President. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello
0: everyone. No, you, you started pulling a face, which is why you got the Paul Podber <laughs> reference, it was <It's> going to <laughs> Ross, was, who's also here, also Mr here, pod, yeah, Ross. pod Ross. Oh,
1: Hello. Uh, hello. 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 can i just say ross was muted till about a millisecond before he just spoke that was podding at its finest no one no one is gonna see that but that was unbelievable unmute and fly.
0: that really is like <laughs> top tier that is like that's like that is an athlete at work
1: he was on the move and he still managed to unmute him apart. There I was you.
2: just turning the fan up so I was close to the fan, so I muted it while I was close and then unmuted it as so a it was
1: uh,
0: all I'm saying is we, we give him these opportunities to sort of show what he can do. <laughs> and personally I think he should be rewarded by a certain restaurant brand, Cafe Rouge. Uh, Ross, has, Ross has never had a meal at Cafe Rouge. Remember, tweet them, hashtag Ross for Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can get him a steak frites. Yeah, great, incredible. Dave's also here. Hi, Dave. Hi, Will. You all right? Well, is anyone? <laughs> did, I mean, how did the two of you? How did well, not two? The three? Yeah, Christ. How did three? Of you cope with the heat yesterday?
3: Uh difficult. Difficult.
0: We're recording on Wednesday, so it was forty degrees yesterday.
3: Yeah. Stay downstairs. Plenty of fans. A lot of water. That was put in the freezer
0: Mm, mm, Mm. mm. now the only thing hotter than the weather the transfer news we've got to talk to you about (laughs) this podcast yes Mike that is exactly the segue we were going for anyway let's start with one of our usual usual daft questions um who's the you know these transfers that used to happen every summer that failed transfers where you were like Manchester United are linked with Paulo Dybala for like seventeen years running. What's the greatest one? What's the one you always think of when you hear that?
3: Man United, Wesley Sneijder. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Really.
1: And yeah. Nicholas Gaitan. And yeah, Gaitan, Gaitan is my one. I think. <laughs> Gaitan. Years. Uh, um, it's it's all oh, it does always seem to be Man U. I don't know if that's a because I'm a United fan, but
0: uh, so
1: Wesley
2: Sneijder is the one I always think of. Mm.
0: I always I I mean. In terms of sagas, uh, I'll tell you what was a tough one. The Alexandra one. For us a few years back. Good lord. Honestly, every other day it was, all. Oh, they've agreed to deal with him. Conte's furious. <laughs> and we ended up going into the season without buying a reliable backup for Marcus Alonso. And ended up with Emerson Palmieri. It was the start of just oh. some shocking left-back
3: recruitment. That's oh, what I was thinking. Yeah.
1: I'm already sick of the... De Jong to United saga, this stuff. Oh, right. Sancho for three window. Oh, mate. I
0: know. I know we've talked about this before, but the De Jong thing—the fact that he—I mean, firstly, he shouldn't leave until he's been paid everything he's owed. But the the fact he really wants to play for Barcelona. Why is this still going on? Yeah,
3: um, it's. It's a bit crazy to basically force him out, isn't it? Like, he clearly doesn't want to go to United. He clearly <laughs> wants to still be there. But they need his to use him basically as a pawn to be able to pay for what they've already put down. Essentially, he's their credit card.
0: But why are United still interested?
3: I don't know why United are so desperate to have a player that so doesn't
2: desperately want doesn't want to play for. Yeah.
1: But it's because Ten Hag really likes him and thinks he'd revolutionised the midfield. Yeah, but Ten Hag at this point's like an overeager fresher
0: at the end of fresher's week who's not had a successful week of it, and he's just hanging around for anything he can have. Like, at some point, you've got to Remember leave the club days? and go home. All right, Ten Hag, leave the club, go home, get yourself a Dixie's chicken, just move on, all right?
1: That's going to be a tough scene over the toilet <laughs> the next morning, but... <laughs>
0: the alcohol and the Dixie's chicken either one
1: we don't know the mixture Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's tough that's ring
0: off fire oh. <laughs> that is tough that is tough um, alright transfer news should we start with one that was set set our group chat ablaze earlier yeah. there was a million messages flying in about it. And then most of them were just Dave. I think there was three for the rest. Of <laughs> Dave has lots to say about this, about Jay Ling's, the world's best uh, TikToker turned footballer, uh, yeah. perhaps going to forest. Dave, take it away.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, it's come out today. And I think last night Lingard apparently linked with forest and they're willing to pay him 180,000 a week. Absolutely mental. I mean, West Ham supposedly is sticking to their guns that they don't want to offer him above, I think, 100 or 95 because they don't want to break their wage structure. But Nottingham Forest, a newly promoted team, who I'm pretty sure, realistically, their highest earner would maybe be on 40k, possibly 50, and their average player in the squad is probably on like 20 to 30, maybe a little less. They're willing to go out and pay a 29-year-old 180k a week, who didn't really play much last season, didn't play well when he did play, and had a good six months at West Ham. That's his football CV for the last two years. And they're willing to go out and break their entire wage structure. I mean, one, how much pressure you're putting on him to perform, and two, if he doesn't perform, you just look like absolute idiots. And not only that, it's a massively expensive mistake. They clearly can't afford to spend 180k on a player, and if they're going to, you'd hope to God that he's by far and away their star player of the season, wouldn't you? On that sort of money, is Mantas?
1: I, I just seen that Dean Henderson supposedly is going to be on 100 grand a week there. Which is interesting. What? Well, yeah. That was a loan, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a loan. Obviously, so. They're not signing for two or three years. This is, is a loan. Uh, Dean Henderson's
3: on 100k at Man United.
1: That's horrendous. He signed, he signed a new contract after he came back from Sheffield United, didn't he? Oh, I, have, I have been hearing a lot about Forrest being willing to pay good wages or pretty much all the yeah, wages on loan deals. It's right ITK
3: over there. But 100k for even Dean Henderson?
1: as United bro.
3: Wow, is that is that what it takes these days to have a good run for another like Premier League team to get 100K a hundred week as a goalkeeper? Jesus, I mean, we are with contracts.
2: A good it's goalkeeper a good goes team. a long way to keep a team up. To be fair, it's
3: yeah, but keeper. he hasn't exactly proven himself when he has played for Man United. That's, That's not like that
2: much.
0: he yeah, was good for it. Sheffield United. when yeah. He played pretty really good. No, but hundred well, pound situation. <sighs>
1: Yeah, if that, if that's correct, they're, they're paying all of his wages. That's what
3: he's on at United. Yeah. Wow, that, that's mental. I mean, fair play. At least Henderson did prove himself. I mean, 180k for Lingard. No, what I'm saying is. He didn't <laughs> <stop> <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. Two listen. minutes. No, listen. No, you he did, no, listen, listen. He did well at Sheffield United. You, what? But is that just to 100k? What I'm saying is, as a player, at least they know they're getting a goalkeeper that's obviously solid at this level and he's going to perform. Forget the money side. I mean... Where he's do you obviously... stand on
0: this transfer? i am
3: <laughs> No, I'm, I'm all for them getting Dean Henderson. I'm just shocked that he's earning 100k a week at Man United.
2: And well, they're paying De Gea like 450k a week or something,
1: aren't like they? Ridiculous. <laughs> like Lee Graham. Lee Grant was on 30k a week just to kick some crosses into
0: him. <laughs> what you do what you, what you have to remember with uh, with Henderson is that when he signed that new deal, he had all the leverage in the world, didn't he? Because he came back after impressing at Sheffield United and um, De Gea was crocked at that point. Um, he said, and then he had a bounce back year and it all feels a bit silly.
1: Um, yeah, the timing of that is a good point yeah.
0: point.
3: yeah, maybe I'll stop being so harsh about it.
0: But. Harsh or positive? I couldn't tell. <laughs> well,
3: Henderson as a player, good. 100k a week shocks me. That's it's, like, it's
0: like heads or tails, Dave. You're like, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> um, the money, you did raise a good point there about viewing the transfer, money aside. a side. Jesse Lingard for Forest Money is side. I mean, do they play, like, he's... He's a weird player, isn't he, Dave? Like, he's, he's not quite a yeah. winger. He's almost like a second striker kind of thing. Is that going to work with
3: Forrest? Yeah, I mean, Forrest's team, like obviously we discussed, it's not massively strong. I mean, Brennan Johnson looks good, but the guy's still, what, like 20? And he had one breakthrough season in the Championship. There's no saying he's going to be particularly good um, in the Prem. And not that he won't be more it will take him obviously a while to adjust he's never never played at that level before I mean they're not exactly a stacked squad so putting Lingard into like West Ham who are already pe- playing the system and they still play a system where he perfectly fits in I mean there's no saying that making a system that works towards Lingard is actually going to be for the benefit of the rest of the team um, as we see with every newly promoted team apart from Norwich um, they try and play to their strengths, but they adapt to the strength of the opposition. Can Forrest try and play with like an attacking mid, two wingers, a striker, and take the game to people? With this current squad, probably not. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. And with Lingard, you can't just throw him in centre mid because he won't want to play there. He'll want to be playing his position. And if you're paying him 180k a week, he's obviously your marquee signing top earner you're gonna have to play him where he wants to play surely so i don't know it's a big risk i mean unless they're gonna go into the i mean the link with emmanuel dennis who obviously would be a sensible striker given that i think he was pretty solid for watford they're
0: certainly, they're certainly throwing money at it
3: I, I agree but what i will say is is a nice forester up because i've been for ages but this is exactly the same thing we bash Fulham for pretty much every time they come up. Fulham, Fulham buy players. I mean, prime example that John Michel Sarri, they signed from Nice, who at the time seemed great. He was linked with Barca. He just joined Hull City on a free transfer in the championship after they spent like 30 mil. There's no saying that these signs are going to come off. There's no saying Lingard's going to be any good. And... Like I alluded to in the chat earlier, unless he's the standout performer of the season, it will generally feel like a huge waste of money anyway. Um, and what what if they go down? If they go down, they guys stick on hundred and eighty k. Well,
2: the, you'd assume there'd be some clauses in the car.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure there'll be some clauses. But even if you put a clause in, what's he going to drop to? One hundred and twenty, which is still ludicrous in the championship. I mean, well,
2: yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That would be. I mean it's not this quite the same as Fulham because Fulham were hurling massive transfer fee money at it weren't they
3: Yeah, yeah spent, but bought, just spent a lot now they
0: put, just spent 70 million in this
3: summer Yeah Dick Williams they, for 17 they've, oh, just, uh, they've just
0: bought uh, um, Harry Toffolo and Lewis O'Brien from Huddersfield I
3: mean Abo um, Noy was like fifty, twenty, yeah. 20 something like that I
0: didn't realize that to be fair So yeah. the so the, the only thing you would say is from what, from what I read about Forrest was that they were clearly aware that the squad they had was not good enough to even survive in the Premier League. So what they've done is they're essentially going out to buy a new squad. So I'm sort of torn on this because, like you say, Dave, we've, we've criticised Fulham in the past for trying to completely rebuild the squad over one transfer window and basically um, not give himself a chance. Of building any kind of cohesive chemistry for the season which is what's required when you're down there and at the same time just the, just the Norwich is not their first, not last season the season they were before where they didn't really buy anyone mm. and then the second time where they tried to build gradually and it and it just didn't seem to work for them um so it's sort of like I don't I find it difficult to say to them you shouldn't spend all this money. You shouldn't give it a good go. But the one thing I would say, the actual Jesse Lingard signing for me just doesn't work. I mean, I know no. I'm lower on Lingard than everyone else, but Lingard, as far as I'm concerned, has had six months, even his entire career, where he's played like a hundred eighty grand a week player, for example, and he wasn't even at that then. So this, 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 the finances concern me less than the fact that I think this transfer is just a miss. And Um, he might
1: prove me wrong.
3: No, I mean, also with Lingard, it's worth pointing out he's like 29. Like, if if they pick up a guy who's like 24, 25, and he's a free agent because he wouldn't sign a new deal, um, and he's come from a big club, and somehow you can throw money at him and beat other people to him. I mean, there's a chance that even if you go down because of his age... He's still going to be like a pretty decent financial asset that you can sell on. Lingard's 29 at the end of the season. He's going to be 30. Who, I mean, the only people interested in him solidly, it seems, uh, West Ham are sort of looking just because they can attract better players now. And West Ham want him back because they wanted him back last season, but Solskjaer didn't let him go. So, and obviously he was good for them, so fair play to West Ham. He's a player that is tried and tested to them. But if that's his interest now, if he has a disaster season, and you know, even if you put a fee in there, I don't know, of ten million, you make ten million off free transfer in his contracts if you get relegated, there's no saying anyone's really going to be snapping at the door to try and pay ten million for him.
0: Not on those wages, which is the problem a lot of the big clubs are running into in that trying to find players who, we talked about it last week with Sterling, trying to find players who can shift those wages, the 200 k plus, is really difficult in the modern game, despite the Premier League things. I did want to ask a couple of questions to you, Mike, because obviously there's United connections here. I mean, the first one is, are we being too harsh on Lingard? Is he... A star player do you do you think he could thrive in this increased role and then the second one is how stupid a bit of business have united done
1: here well it's amazing that he's leaving our free but there's, there's a few of those names that that applies to this summer uh and part of it is what you just said about the inflated wages that they've given to all these players over a period um then they sit on the bench or play even. And then uh, you just can't find anyone who wants to take them for a fee plus ridiculous wages that they're already on, which is what they expect when they go elsewhere. Apparently, Lingard's been looking for 180 grand from Everton, Newcastle, blah, blah. West Ham are not going to give it him. So, yeah, it's crazy that it's come to this. He's on a free, uh, which we've seen people like Ramsey in the past get just crazy money a week um, just because it's free transfer. So that is an interesting side of it. Maybe that pays back the the, – I don't know how quickly 180K gets into 10 million, but is that like a year's worth maybe? So you've paid for your first year. If it doesn't come off, maybe you can flog him quickly. I don't know. I'm just kind of talking off off the top of my head. But on on the first point, as far as how good Lingard is – I think he probably, that, season, that six months of West Ham, he probably was a 180 grand a week player. I think you could make that case pretty comfortably. The output that he was producing there. I don't think he's going to do that for a season. <clears throat> um, but if they're going to build everything around him and play everything through him, there's definitely... There's talent in Lingard, even though he's 29. If you can get a year or two out of him, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm a bit more... I think the wages are wild, but the, the lack of transfer fee kind of helps that. What's
0: the sign on fee, though? That's what I want to know. That's the second part of this. Is it, I I've remember
1: understood with, this signing on fee stuff.
0: Well, I remember with the, the Ramsey, the Ramsey one. Basically, everyone was saying they've done so well to get Ramsey because they haven't paid him a they haven't paid a transfer fee, and then the wages were stupid because of that. But also, he had like a twenty-five mil signing on, which of course went straight in the pocket of him and his we- him and his agent or something. It was something like it well, was maybe that not that amazing. maybe not that high, but it was high. So I would imagine Lingard signing on fee is high.
1: Okay, well that He's if that is, is the case, and that is an interesting point that I didn't really take into account there. If that is the case, then. That definitely changes the outlook on it. I think. I, I don't understand why why you get a signing on fee. You're signing on for 180 grand a week. It? Is <laughs> is is Ling- or in Ramsey's case, 400k a week. I mean, what what are we doing here?
0: What I'm trying to get at is Lingard a
1: good enough player to be building
3: a squad around? No.
1: And I, I, I I'm st- yeah, but that lower part of the table, he probably is.
2: I mean, he was pretty much West Ham's star player when he was there. He yeah. He was Ec- doing it all sorts nice. of things.
1: Ec- yeah, but, but the no, thing I is, was, West Ham. Yeah, but that was six months, he basically was. But six months in a career
0: that's how many years now that we've never seen anything
1: from. I agree. But yeah, but he wasn't
2: the star player man, you, was yeah. he,
0: But he never that's played it. well at United either.
3: Yeah, he most good in that. When they beat Palace in the FA Cup final, he was actually really, really good that he season. Was the game. He was pretty good that season, I found. But
1: he's, he's gonna, well,
2: There's enough from the. Well, the, obviously the West Ham thing is what you, you you talk yourself into it with, isn't it? If you're Forest,
1: um,
0: is, is it smart to talk yourself into it based on six months of good form?
2: I mean, that
0: if you, down you down get that Lingard's...
2: And there's a chance of that, then
0: maybe. Why, uh, why? Yeah, but that is a hell of a bet to bet against to bet against someone doing something that he's not done in the rest of his career.
2: You can um, say that about buying Calvert-Lewis because he's had about six months of good form in his career as well. That's true. He's played. It actually is. He was a good
0: player for an entire 12 months they were in the Premier League and then he played very well for England. And also he's not been bought to be the star. Lingard's been bought to be the star. City can afford to lose
3: £42 on a player. I think the thing is with me with Lingard is, yes, he was good at West Ham, but think of how much better the quality of those players are around him at West Ham compared to this Forest team, which is what I was getting at with, it doesn't matter if they build around Lingard, and that's a serious improvement. The players aren't even going to be good enough to get the best out of him. Like, West Ham, yes, he did do very well there, but there's players like Benrahma, uh obviously Antonio plays really well in that system. Uh, Bowen, obviously Declan Rice, Sucha. You know, a pretty decent spine by anyone's standards and then some pretty capable players in their own right. That's much easier for a player like Lingard to fit into than essentially putting him into a championship team and saying, drag us along to safety. I mean,
1: like yeah, I they- say,
3: it's not Lingard's fault if the squad isn't there, but if they're going to build around him, they literally need to massively in- improve and literally sign players that are solely going to come <laughs> Lingard, which is hell of a risk to take because you could do that somehow, and then Lingard's crap himself. It's- I'm not
2: saying I, I like agree with it from their mm-hmm. point of view, but If they've got £70 or whatever they've spent, they clearly have money. So how much of a risk is this, really? And the only way a team like Forrest can get players like Lingard is to overpay.
1: To pay? But but what? But But you can either go into the season with Lingard or you can go into the season with your championship cam who's not going to keep you up.
2: And he's going to be yeah he's going to be less way less good.
1: At least with Lingard, you've got a chat. You might have a chance of getting that six months out of him, and that six months might get you enough points to stay in the league. In the but, yeah,
3: but if if Lingard's good and you don't improve the rest of the team, you're not going to get the output that but
2: Lingard. They can.
1: are improving. And then, exactly and then if Lingard doing. is good though, they
3: go down. You can sell
2: him, and you haven't lost. No, exactly. Yeah, but but they, can I'll you?
0: But can you sell him? Because if you pay, because the contract...
2: Well, last time re- he played well for six months, West Ham wanted to pay for him.
0: True, but there's, no, the let him go. True but there's no guarantee he plays well for six months. And also, what there is a guarantee of is that the contract he's signing is 180 grand a week till
1: 2024. Well, you've got to gamble somewhere. It's only a two-year deal. That's not that bad, is it? Yeah, I, I... And there's bound to be, there has to be a relegation clause in there. Yeah, there the, 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 the there's no way, there's no the way there wouldn't be.
3: There's no way But even so, there's no way you could get him a clause surely less than hundred and twenty, which is still crazy. Yeah, and if
1: so, then you've got him for one year. Which is not and, yeah, you got him for disaster. one year he might fire a you back. Up. Disaster. I
3: exactly. Mean, exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not I saying I agree with it, but there are certainly arguments you can
3: make that could I li- like I like the ambition of Forrest. I just think like look, this could come off and it could be you know, it's gonna be a lot of skeptics anyway with this signing if it goes through. It could come off and you're like, fair play, Forrest really got that right. But it does have the capability to be an absolute disaster. I mean if they go down and you you know, the amount of money they've spent already and you've got someone like Lingard on the wage but like wages, I mean, they're gonna be in serious trouble as a club. I mean, there's that to think of too. But then I get the other side of it. If you're throwing that ambition in the first place, it should put you in a far better position to stay in the Premier League. So I, I, I get it's a double-edged sword, really, but I think it's hell of a risk to take, personally. hell of a risk to take. I don't
0: uh, like the finances. That's that's clear, thing. Clearly they have money. No, so if
1: no, but... They're never, weak,
3: that would be... It would be enough. It would be a lot, but it wouldn't feel obscene. You'd be like, wow, that's a big wage for the Forest, but... It's not obscene. 180k seems pretty obscene for any team that isn't really in the top six, top eight.
2: No, I do agree. I do 100% agree does, with that. But that's does, how a team like Forrest gets him. No, I know. Because
3: they but, have to pay more. But,
2: I
0: agree. They, but it goes back to the point of we seem to have settled on that getting Lingard it seems to be a good idea. I don't think getting Lingard is a good idea. I, I mean think,
2: he is better than what they have.
0: He is better than what they have, but if you're willing to put if you're willing to put together this kind of package, surely there are better players out there that are smarter bodies. I mean, we've seen it in this league now for the last couple of years. The teams that do well are the teams that but the teams that have an idea, a clear identity, and they build on that and they keep building and eventually they get to mid table. So we've seen, that, we've seen that we saw that we saw that with um oh, Brentford, for example, the Lakes want to do it. We saw it with Wolves, we saw it with Brighton, just smart buys that are analytics driven, Lingard is not that player, Lingard just this feels this smacks to me it's not in the same realm because he's played well, it smacks to me of we, we've come up, this is our first time back in, we need a big name that's what this feels like to me rather than it feels like we're buying who Jesse Lingard is as opposed to just buying a player that is going to fit with us and is going to fit into our system and is going to work
2: I will say as well that um, these Big wage free transfers almost always don't go well.
0: No, no, and the the worst thing there is there is a second half to this as well, is that what what happens in that dressing room?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because because we, a lot. I mean, t- you t- if you look look at Chelsea, one of the reasons they had to get Lukaku out the door was you can't bench your top earner. You can't have your top earner playing sig- playing significantly less well than other members of the squad. So if Lingard comes in and is a failure, and he's paid that much more than the rest of the squad, how's that going to affect the harmony, even if they do
1: stay up? Yeah, and
2: they're, which,
1: yeah. Yeah. If they're building a whole new squad anyway, what harm? they haven't got that much harmony anymore. No, but
0: you are going to need to... You're gonna when you when you need to build a squad quickly, you need as few contentious moments as possible in it. And you need to try and get these people to get along as quickly as possible. And the fact of the matter is that is always gonna be there.
3: I mean, my thing with Lingard as well is it's no secret that he had a massive ego at United. He you know, people were gonna say he was disruptive. Now it's hard to know. None of us were in that dressing room, but obviously people were of the understanding, Pogba and Lingard were sort of astray, doing whatever they like, not really in tune with the rest of the squad and even the managers. If Where is this coming done, from? What do you mean? Where is it coming from? How do you see how many Man United fans were happy that Pogba and Lingard were out of the club?
0: Yeah, I saw that, but
3: yeah, he, but what I'm saying though, if you had a just cause
0: they, that's just because they danced. There's never been a thing that Jesse, no, Jesse Lingard's not a hard worker, or that no, he
3: to put his he's head got down. big
0: ego. I didn't well, say he, no, he didn't. He's not caught. He sat on the bench at United after they've treated him poorly for a whole year, and the only complaint he made was that he wasn't given a proper send off. Where's this idea that he's got a big ego come from?
3: Just okay, sort of bra- He sort of brands himself, doesn't he? So he must think what, but, quite a lot but, about himself, no?
0: No, that's not necessarily the case. That's just smart business plan. Right, fine. Fine. So so everyone who brands themselves got a big ego. Is that what we're doing? Here? I'm there not saying that, but
3: Lingard comes across as being quite like I don't know, quite full of himself.
0: He comes across as being quite confident, but if you're the top of your profession, most people
3: are quite confident. Yeah, that's fine, but you're on about building the squad, can you afford to take a risk on someone that no, might that be the same? That that's what I'm getting at. That is true, but Like he's he's come from a big club. Rightly so, I would say he has that ego going into a Forest team. He's he's played how many times in Man United spent basically his whole career there? Do you want someone like that going into a a team that might have to dig deep for each other? I'm not sure. There's there's two schools of thought
0: there, in the. but having then he that, brings, having that, back that to, brings you a boost. Yeah. My concern with Jesse Lingard is the money he earns, and if he doesn't play well, and how the rest of the squad that reacts to that, the squad that earned them promotion, reacts to that. Because there will be still some of them there. That's my concern about the harmony. I've no concern about Jesse Lingard, the bloke, because okay. everybody seems to love him. Everybody universally who plays with him seems to love Jesse Lingard. It's just us a lot that don't like him. <laughs>
1: All I've heard off the United podcast, yeah, is that he's very well liked from yeah. That's what they, they seem to they do seem to like him. Particularly and him and Pogba obviously got on quite well. So
3: But I do think for Forrest, I mean, if he comes in earning hundred and eighty K, how many other players are you gonna ask for pay rises? I mean not to that extent, not to hundred and eighty K, but if you just got them promoted and you played forty five games last season you're on fifteen or twenty K a week. Surely you're thinking I could at least get thirty or forty K now.
1: And They'll then throw you to the door off you go to booth. Well I think I, as well said, I think that only becomes
2: an issue then if, if Legard isn't playing well.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing that you're putting so much pressure on him from the get-go because of yeah. forget what everyone outside thinks of fans, critics, that other players are, are gonna be right on his back. You're getting 180k a week and you're giving us five out of ten performances. Like you got halfway through the season, he's got like two goals and one assist. Is that just a five hundred eighty k a week? Absolutely you, you, fucking not.
0: You do you do raise a good point, though. but it's not just it's not just if he's not playing well. Even if you stay up at the end of the season and is he that standout it, well, player? beyond that, if you've got if you've got other players that have played really well during the season, every contract negotiation is going to start with him as the benchmark. They say, mm-hmm. well. You, you're playing jesse who scored uh, i don't know picking about right 10 goals five assists last year i set up i set up 10 and did whatever as such i've got all this data that says i was more important to the team 180 grand is what you should be paying me and that's even if they're not willing to pay that that's the kind of disharmony that really you see tank, starts to tank squads over a long period of time that's the worry there in addition to him not being a very good player
3: I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how it comes off. I mean, what it, what it reeks off is uh, me on football manager doing something stupid. So I'm I'm interested to see if that happens in real life and it comes off.
2: It is very me on football manager as well, definitely.
0: Oh if I was if I was on football manager and I was yeah, a I'm doing chair, it. And I've, I've made this deal weeks ago. <laughs>
3: Ten million son- <laughs> I'm like he's
0: interested in coming. Like, Ten
3: million turn-on get- fee, like five million oh, bonus for staying get- up in the pram. Come on you, then.
0: You get to fifteen international appearances. 450 grand in your
1: pocket.
0: Like, like, uh, um, let's move on because we've spent way too long talking about Jesse Lingard. Um, do you want to quickly talk about Nico Williams, Dave? Because I, this is Nico Williams is one of those players that I'm convinced doesn't actually exist and is just one of these ones. you And I'm amazed he doesn't play for Palace.
3: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> The thing is, it's it's one of those that's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, he, he played a, he's played for Liverpool, but I didn't think he was particularly good when he has played for Liverpool. He was fine at Fulham last season in the Championship, but if that suddenly makes him a seventeen million fullback, I'm pretty pretty concerned how much a good fullback that's proven is going to cost. I mean, he's still pretty raw. I mean. Yeah, obviously, he plays well for Wales, in fairness. But, I mean, in terms of club football, and I think the Fulham team he even went into, I mean, they were already flying by the time he went there. Can you really play that badly in a team that's doing that well? But also, are you really getting tested defensively? Probably not. Forest is going to get tested a lot defensively this season. Playing, in, playing for Liverpool... I mean, he obviously has been tested to an extent, but Liverpool really take the game to to the opposition, which they're so good for. And Fulham were able to do the same in the Championship. Forrest are probably not going to be that team. And it's going to be very interesting to see how good he actually is defensively and how good he is over a 38-game season. Because if they're paying £17 million for him, I'm expecting that he's going to be definite first-choice right-back. So... You, start, you,
0: know. started, you started for them today They're friendly And apparently played very well But the reason that It's just another example Of they're willing to spend money
1: Aren't they? No, I no good. I'm just I Yeah there. I'm just um, Mike Mike, what did you think? Sorry Sorry, I think he's quite a good player I think he'll do well there I think but that's on. about his level Lower mid-table Probably in the press. I, like you know? so I like the Toffolo lad they bought as well He's really good That
3: makes the Omar Richards signing Make no sense to me The fact they've signed Toffolo though why would you sign two left-backs when Omar Richards is definitely good enough for the Premier League? He He's a really good player. And then you sign Toffolo as well. There's no way...
1: he can play a bit further forward, I think, because maybe they've got that in mind. I don't know. Is that... That's,
3: I mean... I think seems- if Toffolo has a push. You could put him left centre-back in a, a three and you play him left wing-back. I haven't seen him play any further up the pitch than being a, a wing-back, to be totally honest.
1: No, but he's, he had a pretty good return last year, four goals, six assists from left-backs, not bad.
3: I agree, but again, the step-up is going to be massive and yes. he's ever played above the Championship.
1: I think he's a good player, he's progressed through all well, the levels pretty quickly. right
0: just does raise, just raise an interesting point, actually, is what we've seen over the last couple of years, well, that players making the step-up from the Championship, if they're the right profile, seem to do really well. Particularly at fullback, like I mean, we all sat on this podcast. We're well, not all of us Russian here at this point. We all laughed at the Matty Cash thing situation for Villa, didn't we? And he turned out to be a really good right back. Not one of the best in the league, by any stretch of the imagination, but he was really good. We see it all the time with these these young lads from the big clubs. They go to the championship and they come back and prove themselves straight off the bat. Um, so yeah.
3: It's, more, it's not me Done Harry Toffolo so much as an ability. I'm just, why would you get two left-backs that are probably expecting to be first-horse left-back in a matter of weeks? That's true. Yeah. That's more what I don't understand. That's true.
1: Squad disharmony on the way.
3: There we
0: go. But Jay then, Lings is going to come together. They're all going to love
1: him. Well, he'll have them
0: doing like the Harlem Shake at his initiation <laughs> or something. It's Some of the content coming out of Jay Lings is going to be just... Or, I mean it's already bad but it'd be even worse <laughs> um, this, this guy they've signed Harry Toffolo is he related to that one who won i Celeb
3: I don't think so but he did he used to play for Norwich and I'm pretty sure Norwich he lose
0: them Mike's laughing because he just he just can't believe my grasp of
3: pop culture. <laughs> not that made in Chelsea one
0: George yeah, yeah. So you' made in Chelsea now
3: well, she used to be, right? That's how she was famous in the first place, I thought.
0: Yeah. Are you ready for a segue? Oh, no. Speaking of made in Chelsea, let's talk about Armando Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how was that
2: happened?
3: Oh,
0: it was good, it was good, wasn't it? Like, what bad?
3: I thought you were going to say tough and we're going to start speaking about Patrick Bamford for a second. Uh,
0: tell you what, is he going to play some games this year? Good Lord, it's good. It is windy... <laughs> And desolate on Bamford Island. I've just got a, <laughs> I've just got a basketball with a face on it to keep me company. <laughs> tough, it's tough. Um, that's a castaway reference.
2: It was a volleyball, but
0: uh, yeah. was it a volleyball? <laughs> <reference>? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't even remember the name of it. Too. Anyway, um, Briers apparently um, he's got an, He went home from the um, the Chelsea pre-season tour. They're saying injury. Some people saying it's about the future. The latest is that West Ham are negotiating with Chelsea for a permanent move. Chelsea don't want to sell him. West Ham want him for thirty million. Sell him for thirty he's, million. He scored yeah. six
1: goals last year. Um, sell him. Yeah, we all think drive him over there for that money. It's yeah, awesome. <laughs> the world is happening?
3: It is he the, was good for about eight weeks, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: honestly, yeah, it real just, Albert Lewin about him. <laughs> harsh oh, oh, Lewin.
0: Um,
1: he's
0: twenty. Uh, Six Premier League goals. Uh, the Chelsea camp very mixed about this. Apparently, Tuchel likes him, but from a West Ham perspective, clearly, when are West Ham going to buy a striker?
3: It's, worse.
2: Been a it's been a question we've had,
0: we've had for years ever since like they were.
2: well they get Halaire? Didn't they? I didn't?
0: Yeah. They just buy but, that man back. By the way, best wishes to Sebastian Halaire. Yeah, that, yeah. that is a terrifying yeah. situation. I hope he gets better soon. Yeah. But um, back to West Ham. Like bro, you're He's not better than Antonio, is he?
3: No, but think so. the thing is with West Ham is they are crying out for a striker. Antonio's like 31, 32 now. And they do need... The I mean, they just need anyone who can play there, even when Antonio doesn't play. Yeah, to be honest.
2: Because but... Bowen just ends up playing up top, so then he's playing every week. Because he's playing up there when uh, Antonio's not. Mm. Yeah, just 30 million seems a massive overpay. Uh, as you say, he looked good for about six weeks, and then he didn't score again for the rest of the season. So
1: five million goal, jeez. He, uh,
0: for what it's worth, I, I, I can't confess to have watched a lot of Southampton last year, but they, the the Southampton fans seem to be pretty happy with him, even throughout his his goal drought. But my question is to you, like stylistically, bro, bro, yeah, despite looking like a brick shit ass. He tends to drive more at people. He tends to try and take people on. He, he seems to. If if you get if he pans out to what he needs to be into that kind of like a more mobile target man kind of thing, that is. If you basically what I'm saying is, if you get what the potential you think you're paying for, that's a very good signing for West Ham in yeah, the Antonio. Could be a perfect fit. Basically, could be a per- could be a perfect fit. And if you're in the situation where they are, where they're kind of like in that situation where Leicester are, where they have to recruit smart, take a few gambles, and if they win, if they hit on them, they can move up. Is this the kind of place where you take the gamble?
1: Sorry, I just wanted to say on Leicester. What are you doing, Leicester? Well, they're doing nothing, I guess. That's what they're doing.
0: But there will be more going on over there, smart recruitment, by recruiting nothing. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean from years past. There's actually an athletic article about how my <laughs> Leicester haven't signed anyone, which I'm is like, it? I'm not... Have you read it? In, no, I deliberately did click on it, because I'm like, nah, a, I'm not reading that PR puff piece for Brendan Rogers. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> this is why I got rid of my subscription. Shocking. That um, and no, they didn't sponsor us. That no, and they didn't. Yeah, but, sorry, um, what was
0: the question? <laughs> I was just basically asking if you're if you're West Ham you, you clearly don't do this deal do you Well I, I don't like
1: the amount of money but I like the player
0: so Get him on a loan Well this is the weird thing cuz Chelsea want to loan him but West Ham want him permanently Bro <laughs> you yeah, wants, wants to go permanently but he signed a contract not long ago
3: Maybe a loan with a view to permanent deal. Oh,
0: fuck it. I'm going to do it. I I don't (laughs) understand. Right. 30 million. 30 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money for this player from Chelsea's perspective. But there's two things here. Chelsea want Declan Rice. Chelsea have wanted Declan Rice for years. West Ham refused to do ball they refuse to they refuse to play ball they refuse to basically be like they're they're saying look it's 120 million in two of your kidneys for Declan Rice, which is they are well entitled to do that well entitled to do that he's worth that to them but if you're Chelsea why are you doing deals with West Ham then literally this is how negotiations would be because they want to
2: give you 30 million for him that's why no
0: no no no. but this is how you do because 30 million to Chelsea It's peanuts, it's bollocks, it doesn't matter to them, it's Fugazi. What they actually want is the player they want if wanted for years. So this is how the negotiation should go. Sit down in a room, Top Bowley's there, he's he's probably doing some American thing. I don't know. Oh, you want (laughs) you want you want Broya, thirty million. Okay, here's a better idea. How about we buy you have Broya? As part of a Declan Rice deal in which we give you £75 million. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? We're not talking to you then. Why <laughs> would we do you a favour if you're not willing to talk to us about business? Why are they helping them? Because Chelsea don't want to sell Breyer. Thomas Tuchel doesn't want to sell Breyer. It doesn't matter if the player wants to go. He's got a contract. Stick to it.
3: very much mean? time to sign Batshuayi after all that. <laughs> yeah,
0: it would, to be fair, he currently is sitting there. He's going to play. He, he's he's holding. his I want to play every week. Tough shit. If you go to West Ham, you're not going to play every week either.
1: It's not no, going to no way. And he's who, not number one over Antonio, is
0: he? No, he's no. not. So, like from his perspective, I do think I do question why he's not willing to sit play play with Chelsea for a year because in front of you is Kai Havertz. And Timo Werner, like if you're not confident you can outscore Timo Werner in a Premier League season, then football is not for you. <laughs> you need to go away and you need to like pick take up Muay Thai or something, because if you can't beat that, like, what are we doing here? But from Chelsea's perspective, don't do business with them. Stop. And th- this goes for all the big six clubs. When these clubs when these clubs basically say, Oh, we're not doing business with you unless you pay stupid fees. What? Well, well, you want our castoffs? It's not happening. We'll sell them elsewhere. We don't care. The money is irrelevant to us. I, I, I just—it baffles me that they continue to base. It. It's like an abusive relationship. It's like, it's like we will—we'll we'll take from you. Uh, what? Well, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're not doing business with you, West Ham. But. Like, Go and find a different striver, striker David Moyes. Yeah. And then the next thing I would do if I was like one of a club like Chelsea and they come in and say, oh, we like that promising youngster. Like, you know who you also like as a package deal? Ross Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> you could have both.
3: still there, mate. Get him off the books. He's still on the books there. Yeah, yeah. While I'm ranting, <laughs>
0: ranting yeah, Barkley is really close to one. Um, while I'm, I'm while I'm ranting, though, I will say this also. All the Chelsea fans are kicking off that Koulibaly got 26 because it was John Terry's number. This club gave the number eight to Ross Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers mean nothing. Ugh. It gave the three to Alonso, too. Ugh. Shocking. Anyway. <laughs> uh, bro, yeah, you can fuck off, basically. As long as we keep Cole, Will, that's fine. Sack of dicks. Right, who's next? <laughs> Let's talk... Oh, beacon of strife. <laughs> old waddocks. Robert Lewandowski's going to Barcelona for £50 million. Can anyone explain to me where Barcelona have got £5, pounds, let alone £50 million? Because these, these guys are broke, and they continually make bad financial decisions.
3: I mean... Yes, uh, this hurray. is another one. Um,
1: because they are, as far as I understand it, essentially mortgaging... Their future potential earnings, so that they can have some cash now. So they've basically sold some of their marketing and other income in the future for six hundred million in cash now, which means that they can buy players, except but they can't actually register the players until because of La Liga's financial fair play rules. I think so, they can register uh, that Somehow they? they've, they've worked it out. Yeah, apparently. Oh, something
2: something well, dodgy's that. going on over there.
0: But it's like a, that doesn't it's, sound right. Look, Spanish football have been doing this for 20-odd
1: years. Yeah, course, but normally it's Real they, Madrid.
0: Yeah, they need a few more players or something, and all of a sudden they get elected a new president who just so happens to be like the mayor of Seville or something. He <laughs> whacks a few million in, and they manage to buy a few players. But... This, the, from on a, pure, from a, if you're looking at it from a purely footballing angle, you've signed a very good striker to but replace he, who you bought in January. He's probably a decent. He's, like
3: back,
2: he's old as well. Abamianke's what the four.
0: thirty-one. You're paying him. It's a four-year contract. To a oh, oh. And it is definitely worth two hundred k a week. And on top of that, there's a fifty million pound fee for a guy in the last year of his contract.
2: 500 million release
3: scores. How good is that? Good Lord.
1: They're pretty
3: well done. Well, by, by January they'll activate it for us probably. We
0: spent, spent 30 minutes on whether or not the Lingard move was fight, made financial sense. And we've got to this part of the podcast. These guys are... Like Howard from Halifax. Have a word. Like... <laughs> I
3: don't know what to do here. I'm convinced they yeah. just tried to sign players that they think will sell shirts as well. But
2: did you so see? They've that, run yeah, out of W's in the store. They can't even sell a little shirt. There's no in the. We run out of the letter W in the club shop. So you can't buy that with Dovsky shirt. Mate, you can't. Mate,
1: you, you, no can't you couldn't make this stuff
3: up. I'm trying You're to think what really... player with a W everyone else would have been buying.
2: Uh. Uh, let
3: me Good just do a... Yeah, I can't think of any.
2: <laughs> I can't think of any other big
0: players.
3: No, no that's why I'm I mean, confused. But, but it's,
0: so they, they signed Frank Kessy on a free to go into an already crowded midfield. Which is baffling to me. But their front options now. They've got Ferran Torres who plays right wing, they've got Uzman Dembele who plays right wing, and they've got Rafinha who plays you guessed it, right wing. Like, it's like the t- I've not seen so many right wingers crowding for position since. Well, this is, this is an obvious <laughs> joke there. But <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I
1: mean, yeah, the- it's pretty good stuff out of Barça. Uh, I mean.
2: I mean, what is going to be good is when they go bust and the whole squad's up for a free transfer. So what a window that's going to be. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's pretty
2: impressive. That is going to be... The football manager that year is going to be... Yeah,
3: it's going to be some season. Gavi on a free.
0: Pedri and Ansu Fati available on a
2: free.
3: Ricky
0: point just for the character. Well, they want rid of him, but he won't go. He's like, well, I'm gonna stay and collect the salary you paid me, which is what I would do if I was at Barcelona. Yeah. If yeah, I was like, sure. if like, if like Xavi comes in, he's like, well, you've got to move, on, I'd be like, it makes p-
3: it makes sense. Martin Brathwaite, that's where all shirts have gone. So right. any problem with a W. How is he still there?
1: It's Memphis, well, no, no, yeah, Memphis. How? How was he still there? How was Brathwaite
3: ever there? Wait, I was gonna say, do you guys know the circumstance around his transfer? Because yeah, yeah, don't
1: you remember they like. Some
3: to, they were allowed to buy an emergency striker and they bought him because he was doing semi-okay at a relegation-threatened team but in the rules, a relegation-threatened team could not buy another striker. Bring Crazy. But look,
1: look, I don't like... I,
0: I just... They've bought all this attacking talent, but if you turn the field, if you... like. If you counter-attack him, it's still the corpse of PK trying to stop you. <laughs> and like The best thing is, like I like Andreas Christensen. I liked him. I thought he was a good player. I thought he got a bad rap by the end from Chelsea fans. He did also used to miss key games because he got so nervous he was shitting his pants out in the tunnel beforehand. That did happen. And then I saw, I've seen a load of Barca fans going, Oh, Christensen's a, a fast, quick, reactive defender. You are in... For an interesting season, friends, you're in. in for
1: fairness, game. compared to PK these days, he probably is that.
0: He probably is, but they're also trying to sign Aspaloteta, who I love Dave too. Different Dave to you, but like he was. <laughs> if you're going to play him next to PK, honestly, like I'm fairly confident our Dave can outrun them too. Christ. Maybe not with the tendonitis, but there you are. Champions League favourites. <laughs> well,
1: maybe to get out of the group. I don't even know should about be that. Be an
0: improvement. And this is, this is my time to, remember you, to remind you that um, John Terry has more goals and assists than uh, Xavi. In what?
2: In his career. Oh, don't tell me you haven't heard that, Mike, before. You must yeah. have. He's saying it every week. <laughs> Good lord. It's his favourite statistic.
0: <laughs> it's a completely useless statistic, but I like it anyway. Anyway. Uh, we do need to talk about someone else. Zinchenko,
2: I so. is who we're going to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, left-back roulette. Zinchenko um, to Arsenal. Cucurella talks have opened for City. Should we start with Zinchenko? Ross, how happy are you that he seems to be uh, joining the Arteta, whatever he's calling it now?
2: Yeah, I'm really happy with the signing. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, my, my thinking is that he's going to want to use him in the midfield as well. Uh, we were after Tielemans, but that seems to have uh, cooled down a bit now. Because I'm not sure why he would leave being a backup at City to be a backup at Arsenal. That wouldn't make much sense. So, I mean, the, they're saying that he's been sold on a bigger role by Arteta, which means says to me he will have to be playing somewhere, in maybe just in central midfield. Because I just can't see them playing him over Tierney when Tierney's fit. I know Tierney isn't going to be fit for the whole season. That's part of the reason that you get him. But he's not going to be the first choice at left back. Um, and I know he plays in the midfield further forward for the Ukraine. Um, I don't think he could do a job there. He, uh, yeah, I
1: don't know if you watch those Euro, uh, the World Cup, sorry, qualifiers. He was outstanding in those games in St.
3: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> outstanding. So if you get anything like that, he's going to be mm. a heck of a I mean, player. And anyone coming obviously also technically unbelievable. So and yeah. yeah, Arteta
2: knows him. So, um, so I mean, uh, play, players like him are always useful. That you can slot in in multiple positions. Um, and yeah, as you say, Mike, if you've come from City and obviously Pep trusts him and has played him a lot, then uh, I, I really like it. Because, I mean, whenever Tierney was at, which was a lot... Last year, it was Nuno Tavares who, like we've talked about him before, he's uh, one of the worst players I've ever seen play for the club, to be honest.
0: Barca are lodging a £75
2: million bid as we speak. I think it was Marseille who were after him, actually. But uh, I think they're trying to get him out the door, rightly so. But
1: he's not a right-winger, so Barca aren't interested. <laughs> done That
0: is true. we To be fair, we don't know how he votes. Um... <laughs> One thing I did want to ask is clearly, they've, clearly City have shown a willingness to let the players who serve them well go, even if it's to top big six Premier League clubs this winter. What do you make of that? There's been a kind of like a, a player-friendly approach. It's seemed, it does strike me a bit weird now to, to see players go between the teams still, but that's probably a legacy thing. I wonder what you make of it.
2: Pep's always said he will would, would let people go who don't want to be there, though, hasn't he? He doesn't want people to be but there. He do not want to be there.
0: Pep says one thing and then does the
2: other. No, I know. But, I mean, I mean, they're after Air, obviously, as so we'll probably move on to. Um, and, yeah, if has been sold on a, a bigger role, then he probably wants to move on. Um, yeah, I mean, they've still got Ake. Who, I know Chelsea were after him, weren't they? He yeah, he's played left back for him and Cancelo obviously is their first choice, probably there. Did you
3: see Cancelo's been given the show number number seven?
2: Yeah, I heard that today. i back it. He's that good. I just I mean he's a fullback, I, um, I, I I hate things I, like this. He's that good. As quite. moja comes William Galas with the number ten shirt. I don't
0: think there's a bigger disconnect between clubs, players, and fans. And caring about like shirt numbers. Like most players I think and um, clubs don't seem to give a shit about shirt numbers, but we talk we, fans are always like like it goes back to the, the thing, Chelsea fans kicking off that the number twenty six has been used. I mean the person who's most annoyed about the number twenty six being used is John Terry because obviously Koulibaly is uh <laughs> Oh
1: well. Yeah, <laughs> John Terry
0: wanted to sell it as an NFT. Yeah, but that was the key thing. I mean, Koulibaly stepping into the number twenty-six would have upset John Terry because I think he probably thought it should have been retired. Yeah. The thing with that is we just don't do that in football, do we? So no, no of, we shouldn't do. No, we shouldn't in football. No. no. Build us. We build statues instead.
1: Which, coincidentally, we was um, forty-five games. So. There, there has been some howler statues around
3: the grounds. But them. I mean, Michael Jackson. Oh, Fulham,
1: that's yeah, that, that's a, that's the, an the, that's the yeah. worst
0: all-time statue. But I mean. Some of Zinche- some of um, Cancelo's defending last year, he looked like a statue. Um, do you reckon he moves to right back if Cucarella comes in? Yeah. And so they I can't get Kyle in Walker. Out. What, happens, what happens to the best defensive gone. Right back
1: in Europe then? Uh, he probably moves to some mid-table championship team where he belongs. So,
0: there's been some discussions, Mark. You're going to love this about whether or not Pep's going to move to a three at the back.
3: Oh, Kyle Walker. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's the the center right center oh, yeah. The
0: centre back. Yeah. Why would he? I don't know. But there's also been some discussion that Cancelo's going into midfield.
2: which That's uh, what I was thinking.
1: Oh, just, my word. That's why they're I giving would. him
2: seven. I just don't. I d- but he plays there after time, anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: But speaking of. What do we make on of the uh, On ahead. the City selling players. I think they know they're that much better than everyone else. Yeah, that's
3: math, true, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and also, they probably
2: paid less than thirty fuzz in Chenko so that'd be a profit. Anyway, not that the money matters for them.
3: I'm assuming they didn't pay
2: that. No,
0: because as soon as they get close to failing FFP, they just invent another sponsorship.
3: Yeah. Uh, but Man City are so efficient that they can just offload players if they're not quite what they need them to be anymore.
2: See, are always going to be able to sign a replacement, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. There's never going to be any issue. There, yeah, so.
1: Kink or work. 8
3: to be fair.
2: 1.8 mil. Is it Jaker? Yeah. What a. That is a great bit of business.
0: Stunning bit of business, that
3: is. They're not fairly
2: in a state. Is that we've or not? UFA,
0: wherever
3: the fuck that is. That's Russia, I think. Unrestricted free
0: agent. But... <laughs> 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 what? Unrestricted free agent. It's a basketball term. He played for the Charlotte Bobcats. Anyway, let's move on. Um,
2: He might have got into that Bobcats (laughs) team.
0: (laughs) He probably would have got into that Bobcats team. Fair play to Sinchenko, he's probably going to work out. I mean, the Cucurella thing's interesting in terms of he's clearly Brighton's best player last year. Um, And the fact that I think some of the bigger clubs have been sniffing around him is interesting. I mean, if he does sign for City, it'd be the first time since they had Ben Mendy the first couple of seasons before he got injured that they've actually played with a a real left-back, which will probably help their width because I know that Foden's had to play a lot on the left because otherwise it's everyone cutting inside all the time from City and they haven't had a lot of natural width. It hasn't hurt them, but it's another dimension to attack from. And you'd you'd imagine that delivery is going to be um, more and more important now they've got an actual target man to play through. Say target man is more than that, but... Yeah. As
2: if they needed more ways to... uh... Army team
1: would be good. Defensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did keep saying they they needed a striker, so
0: they took that one off. That's I think cool. we at one point we to said that we need they need a left back too. We're going to need some new talking points. Yeah. What do they need now?
1: Um, fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could uh, do the billing that ground sometimes. I,
0: t- I tell you what, they don't need uh, someone from the inland revenue. That's who they don't need. Um,
1: that would
0: be a Yeah. 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 My favourite thing was Gary never going, well, this isn't right. I'm like, Gary.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary. We all know, sir. We all know. We've just chosen to ignore it. It's like how we've chosen to ignore the, all the um, uh, Liverpool players having asthma. Yeah. yeah. Darwin Nunez has um, tested positive for asthma and been shit. Well, <laughs> and, um, no, that's harsh. Um, one last question before we go. Uh, Christian Pulisic... Chelsea were on a tour of America. Christian Pulisic was asked a question oh, by God. a journalist about uh, <laughs> his thoughts on gun reform and oh, the need. No. And Chelsea stopped the proud Chelsea press officer. Pulisic looked baffling. Now Pulisic, I should say, is a has been a proud gun owner in the past. Um,
3: not he, with his bloody feet, Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, That's certainly not lethal. Um, but he he was. He sort of looked puzzled, and then the press officer stepped in and kind of stopped him from answering. So we don't really know. We're assuming that the club has just said, don't get involved in politics, yeah. Christian, because we're trying to crack the American market, not piss off half of the uh, the red half. What do you make of that? Uh, I don't like it, personally. I, think, you I don't
3: think it's fair to put a guy on the spot about something that's obviously such a contested topic and a topic that's seen as like so important. By pretty much everyone in the world, let alone America. Um, I think obviously, you know, sports and politics—it's—it's it's not the best thing to to mix. But I think it's very harsh to put him on the spot about it. To be honest, so totally. I
2: mean, we were saying Eddie Howe should answer questions about. Yeah, that's my thing. What he? You...
3: I want to hear it because yeah, I, I, was... was... I was pure. It's just like I'll never, never lose the right to bear arms. No question. That's why they've asked him that, I suppose.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was interested by it because the Chelsea um, press officers stepped in.
3: Yeah, it has me thinking, it is Pulisic some secret redneck this whole no, time? No, he's
0: He's a proud gun owner. Proud gun owner. Well, obviously, if that's no, he
2: that's why they've asked him the question, is it's trying yeah, to get a that. story out of it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know what you guys think about a club stopping him from answering. We don't, And we go back to we don't actually know whether or not Pulisic said to the press officers I don't want to be asked any of these questions um, while I'm on the tour. Um, you don't know that. That does happen. But um, if it is a club mandated thing I, I really don't like that. Your players should be allowed to speak freely mm. as what I always thought. I know I had a problem when Arsenal had to go at Ozil and I know it comes into the problem with like sponsorship and businesses but I really don't like it.
1: Mike you were going to say
0: something?
1: No yeah I, I agree. I also think one of my... Not necessarily that Pulisic is gonna be the biggest star ever, but <clears throat> you wanna hear what your top players think about things. It's interesting, it helps build their profile, actually who they are. You're gonna find out well, who they are, but well, instead I of just being some bloke that kicks a ball around, you don't know anything about them.
0: Yeah, I know we don't I know we're not overly fond of Pulisic as a player. I mean, outside of his brief six month form in lockdown. Not so for us, might want to be interested in him, actually. Um <laughs> But he is a massive star in the States. He's the face Mm -hmm. of football over there. The LeBron James of soccer. So, you sort of would be interested in him saying something here. I I think so. Yeah,
2: Yeah, but if Chelsea know what he's going to say, I get them. stopping him from answering. But
1: Chelsea...
3: I think it's harsh to put him on the spot, but then if it, that sort of question gets asked, he should at least have the freedom to, to answer the question. And then yeah. if you okay. have to deal with what he said, you deal with it after. Yeah. You don't.
2: Part of being in the spotlight is having to answer
3: questions and, like that. And you'd rather he yeah, answers yeah. a question than people basically are thinking what he could have said, which is now what everyone's doing. At least, if he'd said something, people would know his opinion. So everyone's thinking sort of what it could be, and that's why he didn't let him speak. So now everyone's thinking into it deeper. And if he, come,
0: if he comes out and he says that, he says that, yeah, I believe that everyone should be able to own guns so we can keep mowing down kids in school. I want to know that.
3: I mean, if he says that, I mean, that's, that's. He won't
0: say it like that. But if you, I mean, if you're in favour of gun ownership that, in the states at this point, given what's happened, that is basically what you're saying: is that you're okay with it.
1: But we want to know, we do want to know what he thinks. I don't, I wouldn't understand his opinion. I wouldn't get it. That's not my opinion. But it'd be interesting to hear why he thinks what if if that is what he thinks, why he thinks that. Yeah. Even though it would just be the old constitution bollocks, but there you uh, go. Yeah. I, I think, I do think that people should be asked the questions and they should be allowed to answer, but that's just what I think doesn't really matter what I think
3: that's my opinion I mean same topic what do you think about Eddie Howe being Saudi Arabia then do you think he should have to comment on that side of of it do you think he should have yeah but but, if, okay. but from Howe's perspective, what's he going to do? Tell, say that the owners of his club he doesn't agree with our politics. It, and Eddie, the... but
1: he didn't have to Ed, sign the contract in no, the first place. Yeah, Eddie
0: Howe took that job knowing
1: full well what he okay. was signing into. He knew what was he knew what people were going to say if he signed there. It's
0: it's <laughs> like it's like anyone who took the Abram anyone who took a job from Abramovich. He
1: players, was with, players, I have the rights you, to be asked
0: those questions.
1: But, the, but yeah, the manager, you, I think you get asked. And rightly so, you should get asked, and yeah. you can't. You shouldn't just. But Tuchel did a good job, as we kept saying the last season. But I think you should have to explain yourself and what you think of it, and you're not probably not going to be that honest because. think because you, your bosses are who they are, but.
0: I, I think I think the Eddie Howe thing is I think he should be asked because he he, he, took, he made the decision to take that job knowing full well what the consequences are and who they are. And also, he's well within his rights to not answer. But it, on that level, if he doesn't answer, he is well, journalists are well within their rights to say he's not answering and he knows this and he should be we should basically pointing out that he's not answering this and he took this job knowing full well what was happening.
2: Well, Pep doesn't get get asked dodgy questions like this, does he? And
0: nope. Is a slight difference though, in that the owners of nu- the owners of Newcastle are, and I know that I know people, I know the Premier League says it's done a fit and proper test to say that they aren't a state, but they are a state.
1: Yeah.
0: And Pep, I think, believe Pep was asked about
1: some of the stuff happening in Yemen. He definitely has been asked, and I think he, he did been actually been. comment on some of it as well. If, yep. I'm, if I remember right, I might be, I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I definitely think they should be asked, and they
2: should they have to answer. But I'd like to hear an answer. But I mean, anyhow, taking that job was never going to. No. Pressing criticise that was he.
1: No, but,
0: but but the consequence of taking that job, having that opportunity, and being that well compensated for taking that job is that you face these questions, and you're criticised if you don't answer them. It's like the Live Golf Tour. I don't know how deep you guys have have been following that stuff. It's the same thing. You're going to ask the players why they
1: signed on to that, taking this Saudi Arabian money. Yeah. You want to you want to know, and obviously it's money, but what do they think about the rest of the state's policies, et etc. Et you cetera. Yeah. You're going yeah. to ask that. Yeah. And, like, and if you're them, you should expect that if you sign on to that tour, you're going to get asked it. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, you can,
0: you can argue that it, you could argue that it's not applied fairly throughout the world of sport, in that there's these companies that are immoral, and they are, they, and they're involved. The difference here is it's states. There's nation states involved now, particularly with the golf as well, and
1: uh, that we raises more questions. Yeah, when we have got, I think there would have been more questions if if City had been taken over. Now, now. there'd yeah. be way more questions about that, and the same yeah. with yeah, the yeah, it goes the same with Chelsea. knowledgeable about it then but now we obviously are
0: way more the advent of social media and people becoming more socially conscious means that these conversations are far more out there and that the reporting given the way the reporting is done on sports now these questions get asked whereas before you're right Mike, they didn't and i just wanted to raise it because i thought it was interesting that it was interesting from a chelsea perspective that they weren't letting him answer particularly given that Two was sent out to answer a million questions under the old regime.
1: Um, over and over and over again, and he did as well.
0: Apparently. Until he did, until until he did, until he cracked. And he's like, yeah. I can't answer anymore. I've told you everything I know. Uh, yeah, he took that job though. Yeah, that's true.
1: So there
0: you go. You live with the consequences of your actions, such as paying Jesse Lingard 180 grand a week.
1: I can't. fucking And staying that. in the Premier League. For that you. is a shocker.
0: That is a shocker.
1: Where are you putting Forest in your one to twenty? Well, I'm having to
0: rethink it now. I'm probably going to look up some of these players they're signing because they signed a they signed a centre half from the Bundesliga,
1: so it, I, I don't oh, know. is well, it? Well, not know. Uh, how,
3: near Nearcarte from from Mainz, isn't
1: it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like you don't know how good <laughs> he'll be if he's not asked to stand on the halfway line, Mike. So. <laughs> You wanna talk about football. <laughs> There's one going on over there.
1: Mate, Lewandowski's gonna score about three goals next week. I was year. gonna I say, yeah, is that the, the reason he's been so good? More competent defenders. <laughs> Although the Spanish, the lower yeah, Spanish team. Yeah,
0: like, he's gonna put seventeen past like Deportives Alaves. Like I I, I maintain like I maintain that all these like Suarez. <sighs> <laughs> It is interesting though that you watch Lewandowski and uh, Benzema in the same league and two people that people like to compare, particularly in the latter half of their careers. Um, clearly, Benzema is a better player. Sorry to disappoint everyone, but yeah, Lewandowski not got a single iconic Champions League goal. Just interesting. Put a fair few past Arsenal, down He is. Few past Chelsea, none of them iconic. Where's Benzema? He's got more he's got more than anyone. Except maybe Lionel. I'm gonna that. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> that's your Bale.
3: Why not Bale? Bale's got one. Two? Surely the header against Atletico Madrid. That goal against Inter Milan was for Tottenham, wasn't it? In the oh, we
2: don't
0: count that.
3: <laughs> and the bicycle kick in the final Come that's on, the
0: one. that's the one
2: got so it. by that definition he's got more than Lewandowski hasn't he oh so. yeah I thought we yeah.
0: were him v Benzema I'm having that oh well oh, not, not
3: v Benzema.
2: No, not Benzema
0: what a player that's a guy who should have had a couple of Ballon Dors in a normal era him Suarez
1: and Neymar robbed we ain't redoing that part <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's> just... <laughs> never have someone come less prepared
0: <sighs> so this is another one of our short pods uh, I like how we started the off-season we were like um, oh we'll just start doing
1: shorter pods we'll get through them and we yeah, argued about not scoring it's as tough great. when you spend 45 minutes on Jesse Lingard it is tough when that happens <laughs>
0: yeah but what What's personal growth for us is we got through the Mark we got through the Cucurella thing without talking about Brighton's situation and we could have been in 40 minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: Dave's just like, well, like I just I need it them to play
1: football because it could have been a two-parter. It really could have been. <laughs> uh, just
0: you old wizard, Graham and Hi Mark. That's what we'd have titled them. Um, so next week we're doing our. Uh, we're doing our season predictions, so uh, who we think is going to be Player of the Season, who we think is going to be Rookie of the Year, and we're going to revisit them at the end. And I'm also going to ask the guys for two, their two wild Premier League predictions for the season, so yeah. they get to tell me what they think is going to happen, such as stuff like I know what is going to be, be nice and nice and spicy. The spicier, the better. Uh, and then the week after is the annual one to twenty, where we see how wrong we can be. Um, so uh, yeah, gotta f- so we will figure out. That later. But until then, Dave, do people want to keep up with you to find out more about which side of a coin you're picking or not picking? Where can they do that? Uh, it's at Dave Harris underscore 44. Now, remember, if you want to hear more Dave, just go outside put your head in the bin. Um, <laughs> uh, Paul Pogba if the people want to follow you, where can they follow you? Yeah, that pop back on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that Mikey Breslin and uh, uh, Summit. I think it's just at present. resin.eth now how's the crypto market
1: bouncing back? It's bouncing baby. Is it? Uh, yeah we're still way down but it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh... yeah uh, we've had a couple of green days which is nice.
0: It's not not a wonder we had to get rid of the betting pod is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, pod Ross
2: at uh, Ross underscore bird on Twitter
0: and please remember to tweet at Cafe Rouge hashtag Ross for Rouge yeah, um, you can follow me at 170. Please don't please instead follow us at In and Around Pod on all the socials, including Facebook. We're actually there, I believe mm-hmm. We don't use it, but we are actually there. Um, if you've got questions for us, you can send them into gmail.com We do read them, I promise. Um, uh, if you've got, they don't even have to be football related. If you've just got like, why <laughs> are we friends with Kate, I'm happy to answer. Like, I'll I'll talk you through it. I'll be like, say about how we were introduced to him and we just couldn't get rid of him. (laughs) Uh, Dave, injury report, how you doing? How's the tendonitis?
3: getting better. I should be back to normal pretty much next week in terms of driving and walking, so that's
0: good. Yeah. Any idea of when you'll be back on the football pitch? How's the. uh,
3: Probably four more months. Four more months.
1: Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to get a second opinion. See if they
3: can shorten that time scale a bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say make it longer. You
1: want, what, you want to do what Diego Costa
0: did, like before the Champions League final, where he just like he started eating like horse placenta. It just gets you back quicker. Like, <laughs> Surely there's got to be some kind of like steroids you could be taking.
3: That no, is not a risk I'm willing to take, Wilhelm.
0: Have you considered chopping off your legs, going full Oscar Pistorius, only without the gun? <laughs>
3: I have thought about it, to be
0: honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to get a start before anything's said. Um,
1: and go 13.
0: Anyway, right. <laughs>
1: Next week, we'll be back for more fun. But until then, like. I love the prediction pods. Sign our everyone.